You're now rocking with the Mainline Podcast, your source for entertainment, culture, travel, sports, and entrepreneurship. And now your host, me, Maine. Yo, what up, world? What up, world? It's Maine coming back with another episode of the Mainline Podcast. Today, we got a special guest all the way from Jacksonville, Duval County. I don't know what all they say, all that, all that other stuff they say in Florida, North Florida. I think it's North Florida, something like that. But uh, y'all, uh, y'all show some love for my boy Kurt Rav. I don't know what he's gonna, what he's gonna give y'all today, but what up, Kurt? Well, I was hoping he was gonna have like that laugh track and that shit too. I was about to ask you if you gonna have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on though, man? man? Ain't nothing to it but to do it, man. How you living? I'm chilling, bro. Chilling, nice day outside. Boy, it was raining for a little bit though. When? Shit, it was raining about twenty minutes on my way here. No, it wasn't raining up here. It's been storming. nice the whole time. I've it was been. Norman storming out there, boy. I don't know what part of the world. You I think at, you know they knew we was going to a Florida cat's house, so they said let's dump some rain. We are already in England, but they said let's dump some rain on. You it. see how dry it is outside, <laughs> though, bro. I don't know. Uh, what up, world, man? We we coming here today to bring uh, my boy Rap, man, up and coming artist. Uh, like I said before, out of Jacksonville. Is it Jacksonville? Yeah, Am I getting that right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Jacksonville, Florida. But uh, worldwide, man. So let's jump right into it, man. Let's talk about Jacksonville, man. How how was that growing up and, and, and coming from there? It was a pretty regular situation. You know what I'm saying? Because most of my situations, I just talk about in my music to begin with. Right, you know? right. But I guess most people don't know. I was born and I lived in Jacksonville till I was about 13 years old. Okay. And then we had to relocate. To Pennsylvania, a little small town in Pennsylvania called Johnstown, Pennsylvania, because of more or less because of some actions of man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, Lord. Yeah. So I had got involved in some stuff and some people did some stuff. And my mother, she wasn't comfortable in that situation. So my grandmother, she lived in uh, Pennsylvania. So we had lived with them. We didn't really have a home for a couple months. And yeah, it was it was like that. So I split time in both places. But yeah, it was just regular, yo. So is Jacksonville home? Is that where you is is if you were to get a, a tattoo and to rep where you from? Are you repping Jville or are you repping Jonestown, Pennsylvania? It's Johnstown, bro. Johnstown, my just bad. like just like a nigga named John. <laughs> I don't know, man, because I don't really have like any sort of deep connection to any actual place, if I'm being completely honest. Gotcha. Like I left, never look back, don't miss it. I don't know, man. I just love Jacksonville, but Johnstown cool too, because that's where my people still are to this gotcha. day. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So okay. that's what. So I don't know. I don't think I tattooed neither of them, but I'm from Jacksonville, though. That's what right. I tell people. That's love, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm headed to Florida soon, so uh, you know, I'll be reaching out to you. Give me all the hot spots. I gotta catch catch a, a Jaguars game when you they do. play my Texans, man. Dude, so. I, I went to the game out in London, bro. It was alive. It was fire. Ooh, I can't wait, man. Yeah. I can't wait. Actually, we saw them play the Texans. Because I'm pretty sure that's who they played when they was here. You know what? You show right. Yeah. You show right. You show right. I was uh I was in Germany at the time, so I couldn't Dang. even make it, man. Yeah. But uh, you know, they just traded my boy D Hop. So I mean we lost, we lost, we lost Calais, we done lost Ramsey, boy, we done lost Bouye, <laughs> we done lost like everybody. Y'all bro. losing, y'all losing a lot. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully this year, y'all got a little something coming up. We'll probably keep losing, but I'm still die hard, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Moving on along, man. So I you know. We met about 2018, I think. I got here in August of 2017. 2017. And I'm pretty sure I just met you around. Yeah, around. So cause I know we work around a corner from each other. But, you know, you, you linked me with one of your SoundCloud links. And uh, being a, a, a dude, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie to the world. You know, you get a SoundCloud link, 
Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. And you the one, only one cat that that actually called me out on my bluff. Yeah. And was like, yo, did you check it out? Yeah, yeah, I checked it out. But then I had when he called me out, I said, you know what, I gotta go home and really check it out real quick. Yeah. So I went back, looked at his discography. It's like, okay, brother man can spit. It's a brother lot of man music. can spit. And uh, one of the main topics that you talk about, and um, I think it's very important, is the mental health aspect. And we've had some conversations in the past. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in your music, it's very prominent in your music that you're a very like a strong advocate for mental health. At least letting that outlet. Your music is your outlet for the mental health. Mm-hmm. If I if I'm if I'm correct. So uh, talk to me about why that's very important in your music and be, getting that out there. To be honest, when I'm rapping, I don't necessarily think about mental health. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I literally just rap my real life experiences. Okay. And I think that's why some people do gravitate towards the stuff that I write because they know that it's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't come from no no fake place. I don't portray to be anything that I am not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But no, the music is an outlet because I just use it to... Sometimes, like, I find myself listening to my music like, dang, man, this shit hit close to home and duh, because yeah. I wrote it about myself. <laughs> you know for what sure, I'm saying? Sure. But still, like, sometimes it's just nice to... It's just a good reflection because I'm all about reflection, introspection, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I reflect daily. So being able to go back and listen and hear like, dang, I really, especially like going back to like 2012, that's when I, 2013, that's when I first stepped into a studio in my first project, Gateway Drug, and just going back in here and like, dang, that's where my head was at this time. Mm. So it's almost like just keeping a diary of, of all my experiences. Not every song I write is like, that you know some songs is just songs Mm. but just being able to go back and listen through my diary and just hear like that's where i was at at this time i can see my own growth which is good for me yeah that's powerful man that's powerful like and speaking of growth like that 2012 or 2013 when you first stepped in the booth until now where you're kind of like on your own Mm -hmm. um not really a a main base studio here in the uk Mm -hmm. everything's far but um, facts how do you see yourself now? Like, do you look back at that 2013 rap or, or Kurt, or should I say Third Good? Yeah, you can call say, me Third uh, Good, Third Good and, Holmes. And, 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 and say, dang, I came a long way, or, or I still got more to go. You know what I mean? Or I'm comfortable where I'm at. Where is the level? Where are you at level? Um, to be honest, back in 2013, like 2015, when I was in the D.C. area, man, I was hustling. Okay. I was, like, getting people to listen to my music. And I actually feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten more lax on actually pushing my music. So I definitely feel a level of stagnation, not with the creation aspect, but just like when I was in D.C., I was always out in them streets, man. Well, D.C. is live. You think because D.C. is a go, go, go type of city, whereas we're here in the U.K., it's laid back kind of per se. And now with the DSPs, the digital streaming platforms, it's kind of easier to get your music out there like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas back in 2012, 2013, you really had to have hand and CD out the trunk getting it and that's like my favorite way to because i like to connect with people you know what for i'm sure, saying for sure i am not a very social person i'm very like anti-social if you like to me if i break down the word i am anti-social situations but people also would describe me as an extrovert as well you mm, know what i'm saying like a hybrid yeah okay because like i don't like social interactions but if i'm gonna be trying to get people to listen to something that's personable as personal to me as my music, I want to look you in the face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want people to be able to like connect with me in that, in that aspect. So yeah, like being here, it's just still just like, I would say like my drive to get out there 
has dwindled since I've gotten older. Cause I don't, I feel like at this point I'm like that old rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to <laughs> not be, too late in the game, man. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, like I turned 30 in October and when I had all this hunger, I'm still hungry to create. I'm not okay. saying like I create all the time, bro. I'm yeah. working on new music right now that yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. but, um, I don't know, man. It's just like my hunger to get myself out there and then just being let down by being in so many different situations with so many different people and people promising you this and promising mm-hmm. you that, even though that's still no reason that I shouldn't have got out and got it on my own without those people. But like, just like you said, like I've been out here making music, rapping, doing all my stuff. Dolo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it. I've seen the hustle. I've seen the grind. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's major. But I think uh, what you're doing as far as, at least at the workplace. I can only speak for at the workplace, you know, and very, you know, with the COVID stuff, we're kind of limited of our interactions around the community. But I know you're getting out there and putting it out there and telling people, hey, I got some music that I think you should need, need to listen to. Yeah, but I won't lie. Like, I don't tell everybody. But, like, say, for example, when I talked to you the first time, you made it clear that you were, like, into music. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. Which is why I was more prone to share my music with you. As opposed to just like some random person who I'm going to give my SoundCloud knowing good and well they not going to go back and listen to it. Gotcha. Like sometimes I don't even like to waste my breath on that shit. Like if somebody tell me that because I, I think I do make the type of music where you actually for the most part you have to love music yeah. to like it. I don't yeah. think my music is for a lot of casual listeners especially for like today <laughs> because like I do feel like I don't think I'm very lyrical but I feel like my music is very dense with content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and jam-packed. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Jam-packed. It's one that caught me off guard. Like, I think the first track, excuse me, that I listened to, I was like, damn. His brother, I think I texted you. I was like, yo, you good? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was more of a, I don't know if you heard of Zero out of Texas. I heard of him. I don't know much of his okay. music, though. So, I, I think, like, to me, it's like a new age Zero. He was one that, he wore his music on his sleeve. Like, whatever he was feeling... He put it out on wax, mm-hmm. and that's what—that's instantly what I got. I was like, "That's like a you like a young zero, yeah, which is crazy." So all my Texas people, when y'all listen to uh, Young Thurgood, y'all gonna y'all gonna see what I'm saying. But um, yeah, I I think you're doing a great job, bro. And Appreciate I, you it. know not just being biased because I know you, but I think what you're grinding, your hustle, what I see at least on the workplace, I think you're getting to it. But um, so you've been everywhere. I know you. You say you used to live in Japan. Yeah, lived in uh, D.C. Yeah. Jacksonville, yeah, it's a lot of places, bro. Yeah, talk to me about those different transitions and how that, you know, musically, how your sound. Because I know you did a music video in Japan, right? Did a couple. Most of my music videos, except for like two of them, were shot in Japan. Because that's that's, that's just when I met my my plug, man. Yeah. You know what and, I'm and saying? It was like Tokyo, um, that it area? was Okinawa. Okay, so that's the beach. Yeah. Okay, so. How is that scene there for? I know the hip hop culture in Asia is is large. They love it, and and being an indie artist, putting out the music videos and getting that vibe out there with those, with not with that culture, mm-hmm. which is they're kind of restricted, but at the same time, rebels at the same time. Yeah. So how was that getting your music out there in a different country and having a different type of fan base for a short period of time? Um, to be honest, I didn't. When I was in Japan, I will say. Between the end of my term in D.C. and then like the three years ish that I lived in Japan, it wasn't really about getting my music out there Mm -hmm. to to like the Asian culture or whatever. It was about myself finding myself as an artist. Like I would say I made some of the best music of my life in Japan. Like um, I know you mentioned 
a while ago that you like this song called Acceptance off of Man, that's that's a jam, bro. Yeah, off my project in Yada Effalet, which was made when I was in Japan because like I say, I'm a very anti-social person, but in, where I was living in Japan was just so small. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just bump shoulders with people. And I just had more of a musical, just like cohorts back then. You know what I'm saying? People gotcha. that I could try new stuff with. So I made a lot of good music. I didn't really spread it out there, but I was just like learning how to like, basically like that's why I learned how to use my voice and like not necessarily I got to rap all the time because mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have people who can sing your hooks for you. You know what <laughs> I'm sure, saying? Sure. So you're going to have to adjust somehow. So basically that was more of a, a creative time for me just to learn and like just absorb different aspects that now I feel like the music that I'm making today is benefiting from. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's love, man. Not a lot of people get that opportunity to uh, to go to different countries and experience new things. So. Did uh, did that culture over there play a part in any of your music that you wrote? To be honest, when I, when I was living in Japan, not really, because it was so American-dense. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of us out there just chilling, you know? That's why I describe my time in Japan as, like, I was in a hyperbolic time chamber, just training <laughs> nobody around Shout me. Shout out to my DBZ folks. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I was just training, just getting yeah. my skills up, getting my power level up. You know what I'm Got saying? You. That's what I would describe my time in Japan as. Yeah. That's love, man. That's love. Well, let's let's you know let's dive deeper into the music real quick. Okay. I know you have you know a big family oriented. I know I think your pops came across the water to see you. Yeah. Um, is he what got you into music? What got you into the music? Ooh, so, uh, what got me into music was just trying to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? When I was living in Jacksonville, I was the it was just me, my mother, and my sister. You okay. know what I'm saying? But my mother's whole family they lived in New Jersey. So whenever we would go up to New Jersey, I would talk to my cousins. And I was always the country cousin. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, nigga already, like, didn't fit in in that aspect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> so I would go up there. To, they were from Newark, Newark, New Jersey. And uh, my cousin, they would just be rapping. And in order for me to just, you know, like, just try to fit, fit in, in yeah. I would just start rapping with them. Okay. You know? So that's kind of, that's literally what got me into rapping. It was my cousin, Courtney. Okay. And uh, yeah. Shout out Court. Yeah. All right. Now that you're telling me this, I kind of can hear you don't rap like a southerner. You don't have that slow draw, I guess. But but music is not as regional as it used to be, though, bro. It's true. You this can true. listen to so yeah, many people have true. no clue where they from. You're nowadays. right. You're right. You're right. It's true. It's true. At least rap music in particular. It's, it's definitely growing. But you know, back in the day where you can be like, oh, psh, that's them New Orleans boys. Yeah, fact. That's them Texas boys. Even Florida, you know, that's them yeah. South Florida boys versus the, the North Florida boys. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. So that's dope. Who who inspires you? Like the people that you dig musically that give you that that go. Like man, I'm talking about something. current inspirations or past like past uh, inspirations. Both, man. Like who you know, you got to look where you came from to get to where you're going. So who who inspired you in the past and who's who's challenging you now? So, so some of my going. biggest inspirations that, like, I just used to love their music growing up. When I was in elementary school, I used to love Eminem and that Marshall Mathers LP. That as much as one. I probably should not have been listening to that <laughs> at that age, you know what I'm For saying? Sure. yeah, yeah. I was always a fan of out, but just the stuff my dad would bump. You know what I'm saying? I was always a fan of Outkast, ATLians in particular, and just like most kids, I didn't necessarily appreciate Big Boy as much as I appreciated Man. Andre 3000. Even though they was both on the same level, um, DMX was a big one. Um, my dad used to always bump Flesh of My Flesh, and uh, the It's Dark and Hell Is Hot, mm -hmm. and then uh, there was a couple other ones, but that was just like. When I was being introduced to rap as a kid, you know what I'm saying? My dad had the little Jay-Z, the blueprint type shit. But then now, as I get older, 
I'm inspired by so many different artists. I'm always inspired by a song that inspires me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But my favorite rapper for at least the past six, seven, eight years has been Freddie Gibbs, yo. Man. And I, do you think he gets the dessert, the respect that he deserves? I believe he gets the respect he deserves amongst the culture, mm. but not the mainstream respect that he yeah. deserves. Because, like, what I will say is, I know people might crucify me for it, but I'm not a fan of every Kendrick album, you know what I'm saying? Or every yeah. J. Cole album. Yeah. But I don't think Freddie Gibbs has ever dropped a weak project, bro. I, I'm inclined to agree with you on that one, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I came up on a, on the Babyface Killer uh, yeah. mixtape, so that's when I... That was so fire. Yeah, every song. Like... And the thing about Freddie Gibbs that I like, you know, that even though I can't necessarily relate to every single thing that he raps about, once again, it's just the authenticity of his personality that more or less resonates yeah. with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying, yeah. Freddie? Like, that nigga, he never been played on the radio before, and he don't give a fuck, That's bro. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And, like, I don't know. Freddie Gibbs is, like I said, he's been my favorite rapper. I think I discovered Freddie Gibbs from BFK. And then I went back and listened to his Everything few else. projects early. And then yeah. I've gotten every Freddie Gibbs project <laughs> after BFK. You got to. You yeah. got to. Yeah, he's, he's a fool with it. He's definitely a fool with it. And, and I think that's a, a great inspiration to our, someone to look forward to. Because like you said, he's no holds bar. Yeah. He's, he's Freddie. He's yeah. himself. I, some tapes, he's vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and I I see the, the mirror with you. Mm -hmm. You're very vulnerable on your music. And uh, allowing the public. At least the people that you allow to hear, like you said before, but allowing the public to hear who you are as a person. Yeah. Um. So that's big. Mm -hmm. That's that's major. I mean, a lot of not a lot of artists you don't really know who they are. Mm -hmm. They often portray things, but I think everything that you've written and what we talked about it is is being you. It's yeah, authentic. That's what I'll tell people. Like, if you don't know me and you want to get to know me, all you got to do is pop in one of my projects, mm -hmm. and you'll learn so many things about me that i may not necessarily just even thank to tell people yeah. you know what i'm saying because i i put a whole lot of myself out there you know probably not everything but i put a whole lot of myself out there in my music yeah you do yeah you do so like i've already said before the style is uh to me is a mix of of the up north kind of because you can rap it fast but then you'll you'll drake it in put the melodic yeah. uh melodic tune on it as well is that something that you had to perfect? Because I know in the earlier tapes, it was to me, it was like boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And then later tapes, it's more, I can hear more melodic from you. It was more like just experimentation. You know what I'm saying? Like, because even when I hear a song, like, you know, you have rappers who kind of have the same flow every single track, almost like they write without a beat and yeah. then they put it on the beat later. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? As opposed like to how I do it. I just write the track and then the flow just comes. I don't know where this this shit come from, <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just write it. The beat, the beat kind of tells me where I'm going. So I kind of, I don't know, bro. But yeah, that was stuff that it just came over time, I guess. Maybe I was riding waves. I don't know because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. Maybe I was just trying to because I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually sound cool. I want to do type of shit <laughs> like that. Maybe that is how it happened. Definitely. Before we go on any further real quick, I'm uh, I'm going to get a listeners just a, a quick little sample off of your new mixtape or album, my bad, called Life Can't Be Beautiful. Um, this song right here is called R Roses. And this is uh, our rose, my bad. And it's just a little snapple, so hang tight. Beautiful, wildlife can't be beautiful, it ain't beautiful. 
beautiful Why life can't be beautiful Because on the side where them babies die Ain't nobody ever gave us nothing Why they all tryna take it from us Why they all tryna take it from us Mama cry like every night Cause a baby boy ain't making nothing Swear them tears, I'ma take them from her Swear them fears, I'll embrace them for her On the side where them babies die Ain't nobody ever gave us nothing Why they all tryna take it from us Why they all tryna take it from us Mama cry like every night Cause a baby boy ain't making nothing He ain't making nothing Yeah, uh she asked, why I gotta be so petty? I said, mind your goddamn Benny. You ain't make one goddamn penny. And I'm gonna support my family, my bro, in the state penitentiary. And I'll support them for a whole damn century. If I have to, cause my niggas is my heart. So no way will I take a snow day. Grinding for my own, cause they've always held me down. That's a little sample of the Rose track. Found that on uh, SoundCloud, Third Good Homes on the Life Can't Be Beautiful album. Um, so let's get into that record, man. Rose. Why the title? What first of all, let's get into the Life Can't Be Beautiful title of the uh, album. What, okay. Talk about that. What's what's going on with that? Um, I think that project is just like all about duality, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Over these last couple of years, I've just been through a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? And even though the track is called Life Can't Be Beautiful, it's just me just taking a look and just seeing like how fucked up stuff is you know what i'm saying and uh i don't even think that deep into like the whole project <laughs> as a whole yeah yeah but yeah man it's just me just kind of just getting back into my form and just spitting my getting some emo shit off my chest you know what Got i'm you. saying I'm, I'm tracking i'm tracking yeah i just had to get a lot of shit off my chest i definitely i just felt like uh when you sent me the uh the new album uh title I was like, life can't be beautiful. I was like, but life is beautiful. But then the the track listing, you know, Rose, Belong, Vibe With Me, Dripping. I'm like, man, he's talking about everything that is beautiful about life. So it was kind of like an oxymoron to me. Yeah. Like, I see what you did. Like, to me, I sat there like, ah, 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 I see what you did there. Yeah. So, but yeah, that track, that track is definitely, uh, it's smooth. That, like the melodic talk that we talked about earlier. So I definitely... Um, vibe with it so check that out y'all on, on soundcloud and I'll, I'll drop the link when the podcast dropped to his uh soundcloud page so y'all can check that out but uh going back going back to um just your style inspiration and everything you you named some great people that have inspired you are you bringing anybody up with you in the rap game like or do you have anybody under your wing that that <laughs> is that you carrying not carrying along but you know what i mean that you you super vibe with and they you work with on the daily or on a yeah, weekly, yeah. monthly? I got my brothers, man. Like we go by Sam. I don't want to get, but you know, I got yeah. I got my brothers and stuff. One of my one of my brothers, his name is Ray John. He go by Nowhere. He's actually me and him are working on a project right now called Nowhere. He produces and he raps too. The nigga's fire. He's nice. one of my closest collaborators. Oh, where is he at right now? Where is he at? He's in North Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. Okay. You know, and then you have my other younger brother. Um, his name is Shalik, but he go by Ghost. He's currently incarcerated, but you know he's on. Um, Life can't be beautiful. I yeah. Actually, got a little snippet yeah, of him yeah. rapping on the jank, you know, because I'm trying to show him love wherever I can. I we've been rapping together since we was kids. You know, I got my brother Coop. Chomp. We just we just got our whole little thing that we trying to do. I think I'm the most active when it comes to making music, simply because at the moment I kind of have the most means. Mm. to create you gotcha. know what i'm saying gotcha it's it's a beautiful thing just to know like when i need something 
I don't have to go outside to ask nobody for nothing. Yeah. Cause like my my brother Ray, man, are nowhere as he go bad. His beats are ridiculous, man. And we just we're so close that I don't have to it's not it's never like a conversation. he always makes beats that are perfect for me. That's basically gotcha. what I'm trying to get at. He's, he he knows your vibe. Yeah. And he, you just pick up the phone and be like, hey, this send is what me I'm going with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't even have to I don't, you don't even have, have to, to curate tell him that. nothing no. more. Just send me some. That's something. love. That's love. Yeah. A lot a lot of artists don't have that luxury yeah. to have an in house producer like that to just pick up the phone and hey i got you and every everything he make don't necessarily fit the vibe that i'm going for but i give him a good 70 percent right now that's dope like the stuff that he be on then i got my brother don um he go by minimal that that nigga's fire too he makes beats and he's one of the most he's fire that's dope that's dope so you got a good support team that's at least in the rap game that's uh that's pushing you Musically, to, for to, to sure. Musically, that's pushing you to new heights and stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. You definitely need that. And support team back home. I know, you know, we got a couple of cats that we that we work with that, that's rooting for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Billy. Yeah, for sure. You know what what I mean? up, Billy? And Wigs, you know what I mean? So um, I know they rooting for you, too. So yeah. that, I know that has to be. Billy can rap, too, though. Yeah, Billy be going. Yeah. Billy be going. I'm waiting on. Uh, for y'all to the, to the combo, combo drop is that a, been, is that a thing? I've been trying. We've been trying <laughs> to collaborate, <laughs> but go. it just ain't coming to fruition yet. I hope that it happens because he'll be bouncing here pretty soon. Yeah, too. he must be leaving soon too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's 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 gonna be love, man. So uh, I know we we dove into it earlier. Uh, you know the Yada Effalat, yeah, Third Good Days, the Sam Projects, the Life Can Be Beautiful. You got four or five albums. Couple of mixtapes or EPs. I don't know what they're called now because yeah, I think the register it changed, right? Like yeah. if you got five songs, it's an EP now. Or? Yeah, I don't know how any of that <laughs> stuff go. I've never, I've never known, bro. I'm, when it comes to the business side of music, I am completely retarded. I don't know if I can say retarded. I hope I don't offend nobody. Well, but like, I don't know shit about that stuff. Bro. I just drop my music. I'll put together a project. I just call them projects because I feel like it encapsulates everything. Mm-hmm. I'll put a project together and when I say it's done, whether it's a million tracks or it's two tracks, I just put it out. Dope, dope. For the love of the music, people, that's what I'm, I'm yeah. gathering from my boy Thurgood, man. He does just doesn't do it for the money. He's doing it for for the passion, for the love of the game, just to share his, his thoughts, man. Might be terrible, but I don't <laughs> be thinking about none of that stuff. Yeah, I need to check check my boy out, man. So what would you tell the people? This is your, your chance to tell the people what you want them to know about you other than what we discussed musically, where you're going from here, and what's your goal? Like, what, where are we going? What's What we want to reach? I mean, we're just like... Billboard number one, I know that, but what else we want to reach? Honestly, bro, I just want, like... I want a loyal fan base, bro. You know what I'm saying? I will if I could have people who listen to my music religiously and you know are looking to drop my releases, like looking forward to my releases dropping, I would continue to not charge people a single damn dollar for my music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just want people to I think it's good with my music because there's a lot of people who have similar experiences. Me, just like there are a lot of people who have similar experiences to everybody, but just to show like, yo, like I'm not the only person who feels this certain way about stuff. And yeah. I think those are the people that I would connect with the most. So my goal is to just, I just want people to to connect with the music that I make, man. That's Because I spent a lot of money on this music. Ain't Definitely. got a dollar back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely. It's love. It ain't never really been about that for me. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, I could do whatever I want. I don't got nobody telling me what to do. I can... 
I can support myself without music. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. So yeah, man. I I mean, if I could, I ain't gonna front though. Even though I just said everything <laughs> I just said, if I could provide for myself off music, I Thoughts would. But it ain't. That's not my end goal. My end goal is to just have a respect in the in the like just people who want to hear my music, and I'll keep making it. Definitely, definitely. I think you're on the on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're gonna. Definitely hear more from you. Yeah, Excited nowhere. to hear more projects. I mean, I walked in the door today. You said, man, I'm already working on new stuff. Yep. Like, dog, you just you just dropped this. It never oh, stopped. You know, a week ago. It never stopped. <laughs> so, nowhere coming soon. That's lovely, man. Nowhere coming soon, man. And that's the, the collab, right? Yeah. With, with Nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be that's gonna be love. I'm excited to hear it, bro. I'm definitely excited to hear it. And I'm excited to see where you're going from here. You know what I mean? Like Me too. This, you know... Across the waters, you've been everywhere. Europe, Asia, America. Yeah. I'm just trying to see you take over South America one time for the one time. And then Africa one time for the one time. I can make it over there if they want to see me. (laughs) If they want me, man, like, you know, I'm down. That's love. Like I say, this whole whole thing with Noah, I feel like a whole lot of my projects have been so contingent on, like, storylines and just trying to have, like, a strict concept. You know what I'm saying? Like, I dropped this project back in, I think, 2017 or 2016 called Third Guy. Yeah. And that was a real, real big one for me because it was just me diving into something that I've had issues and questions with for so long. Yeah, I think that's the one you introduced me to, Third Guy. Yeah, that was that one. I think, yeah, for the people, and I hate to cut you off, I okay. think for the people that are, are want to be introduced to you, start – of course, you definitely want to, you know, get back to the Inyada Ephelet, but the third guy, I think that's where I was like, okay. I think I hit, that's the one I hit you was like, yep, okay, I see what you got going on over there. Yeah, third guy was probably my most, man, it was probably my most focused project that I've ever made. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how the word focus escaped me for so long, <laughs> but it was probably the most focused project that I ever made. I was I was on one because it was just like, it just had a lot of questions. I got to talk to a lot of people about a lot of interesting things because I know like basically third guy is a play off my previous project called third grade I kind of call him the third series yeah. <laughs> but uh like third guy was just basically me tackling the whole concept of God and religion and if I had to say what the concept was about it just be you and your homie sitting at a round table just having a discussion you know what I'm saying and there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation that was had during the making of that project some of the conversation made it on to the project. You know what I'm saying? But I'm really, really proud of that one. Even when it doesn't come to just the songs and stuff like that, just the content and how it was put together. But getting back to Nowhere, what I was trying to say is like Nowhere is the first time. Not the first time because Sam is kind of like that too, just music. But Sam, I just, I mean, for Nowhere, I just wanted to drop nine tracks that are like undeniable, unskippable. I'm not trying to stick to no concept. Yeah. The, pro- the songs might be emo. They might be whatever. But I just wanted to drop nine of the most. Un- and me and my bro, my brother Ray, man, we done went through about 20, 23 songs to get to the nine that we have now. Sheesh. And uh, we still we still working until this COVID shit is done. Man. Until I can hit the lab. I did play you two songs earlier. And those two songs are definitely like, because they've stood the test of time. Those songs have been on there for a long time. Gotcha. But yeah, Ray will send me a beat. I'll write the song. And now I'm at to the, now I'm at the point where I'm like, 
I'm having great problems where like I got two good songs. Do I want to get rid of one? Of? Like it's fun, man. Yeah, so that's love, man. Yes. Keep that in the stash yeah. all times. That's dope. Yeah. You drop that compilation on them one time. <laughs> yeah, bro. I need my dynasty album, bro. <laughs> I need that shit. So it, I mean, you brought up and, I, and I'm, I'm I didn't touch on it earlier, but we you know we are in a pandemic currently. Yeah. How has the COVID affected you uh, musically? Has it Helped you. I mean, a lot of people, it's been a gift and a curse. Like mm-hmm. for myself, it's given me time to find out more about who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Talk to my parents more. Talk yeah. to my friends more. How has that COVID helped you? Um, So COVID actually kind of got me off my butt and kind of got me starting to eat right and do all kinds of little stuff speak all it, over Speak again. it, speak it, speak it. You know it. what I'm saying? Because before I was kind of slacking. Also, my wife, like she just been hounding me about all kinds of stuff. Shout out to the wife. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to music, I actually think COVID brought me and my brother nowhere, brought us together a little bit because we would always communicate. But And we were always working on nowhere. We've been working on nowhere off and on for a long time. Mm. But I think this is what kind of folk like got us focused and like locked in because like I don't have no other projects that I was working on at the moment. Mm. I only dropped Life Can't. I've had Life Can't Be Beautiful in the stash. Completed, mixed, mastered all that shit for probably eight, nine months. I just wasn't wow. dropping it because yeah. I was waiting for the timing to be right. Gotcha. But I, I learned, I realized that people was, I mean, it's not like people was ever checking for me, but people definitely ain't checking for me like they was checking for me years ago. And since I'm not doing anything, I'm like, just fuck it. I'm going to just drop, drop it. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, this kind of allowed me to, and I think for a little bit, I was, I lost a little bit of passion for because, you know, with music for me, it comes in waves. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I did lose some passion. But then my, my brother, man, he kind of his energy kind of bounced on to me. And you need that. Yeah. yeah. So that that helped me bring me and him together. And it also helped us get this project like started. And I'm ready to record it like for man, real, for real. Like, <laughs> I just can't record it like the music is done. The music is done. Like right now, all I'm doing is just rehearsing it every day just so when i go to the studio no no lost time because you know in that shit time is money you know what i'm saying so i'm just memorizing the songs getting the flows right i'm still even tweaking little stuff here and there you know and so yeah i'm just waiting to be able to for this dude to open up his door so i can record and do what i gotta do because i'm i'm ready man i think nowhere is gonna be tight too that's what's up y'all heard it man y'all heard it here nowhere coming soon yeah we'll definitely keep you posted on the mainline podcast with everything going on, so I might even throw it on all streaming platforms, like everybody be saying Ooh. now. Available on all DSPs. streaming platforms. You feel me? <laughs> Shit, what the fuck you talking about? DSPs, look out, look yeah. out, man. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's up, man. I appreciate you having me. Uh, you know, giving giving me the chance to come to interview and and share your experience with the world, man. This is, this is a blessing to me. I oh, know. no, I appreciate it because, like, this is, like I told you, like, this is kind of my first time ever doing something like this. You yeah. Know? So I'm trying to get some practice. Maybe I'll Definitely. go down to London, meet somebody, go on BBC. <laughs> hey, you know, one extra. Yeah, see if they'll have me or some shit. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Just to recap, man, what we talked about today, uh, we got into the music of Third Good Homes. That's my good friend, Rab, man. But, um, we gonna call him third good from here on out. Yeah. Uh, we we found out where he's from, Jacksonville. What his main issues was is not issues, but his goals and aspirations were as far as music, where he's going, the mixtapes he's dropped, the albums he's dropped. So much good music, so much thought, and and just a deep dive into his life is on wax. 
So I encourage each and every one of you guys that's listening to to go to the SoundCloud link that's, that will be listed below wherever you go on your digital streaming platforms and just take a deep dive on his SoundCloud and find out who this man is, man, because great brother, humble without, I can't even talk about the humbleness, man. He's not one to just brag on himself, but he's doing great things. So anything else you want to shout out to the world before we head out, bro? Um, no, man. I just want to thank you for having me, bro. This man. was this was cool, man. He got his little stuff set up. He he travels, so he delivers. So if y'all want to do a podcast with Bang, just hit him up. He'll bring everything to the crib, dog. Hey, man, we slow boogie over here, yeah. bro. Slow boogie, man. Well, once again, dog. I thank you, thank you, thank you. We uh we're gonna do this again, like I like you said, when we get Billboard top top one. Shit. Hey. Remember where you came from. You heard it first on the main line. Hey, hey. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. No doubt, man. Hey, as always, thank you for tuning in. Um, We'll see you next week on the the main line podcast. I'm your boy, Maine. We out. Thanks for listening to the main line podcast. Be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to so you don't miss future shows. Follow us on IG and Twitter for updates. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. We out.